You are listening to the Daily Homily for Magdala in the Holy Land. As Jesus was going up to Jerusalem, he took the twelve disciples aside by themselves and said to them on the way, Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be handed over to the chief priests and the scribes, and they will condemn him to death and hand him over to the Gentiles to be mocked and scourged and crucified. And he will be raised on the third day. Then the mother of the sons of Zebedee approached Jesus with her sons and did him homage, wishing to ask him for something. He said to her, what do you wish? She answered him, Command that these two sons of mine sit one at your right and the other at your left in your kingdom. Jesus said in reply, You do not know what you are asking. Can you drink the chalice that I am going to drink? They said to him, We can. He replied, My chalice you will indeed drink. But to sit at my right and at my left, this is not mine to give. But it is for those for whom it has been prepared by my Father. When the ten heard this, they became indignant at the two brothers. Jesus summoned them and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them. And the great ones make their authority over them felt. But it shall not be so among you. Rather, whoever wishes to be great among you shall be your servant. Whoever wishes to be first among you shall be your slave. Just so, the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So maybe you noticed a lot of the drama in today's Liturgy of the Word, these readings from the prophet Jeremiah six centuries before Jesus. And he's talking about how he is going to be attacked because the powers in Jerusalem, the religious authorities, are very upset, and also the political authorities, because he is prophesying trouble for Jerusalem. He's saying, wake up, see what's happening. We need to change heart. And they didn't want to change the status quo. Maybe this often happens in our own lives. Could we close the doors because people are talking? Dina, can you check? No, it's okay, Sally. Uh, Dina, please check. <clears throat> so, uh, he's obviously in deep danger, and you know what happened to Jeremiah. They threw him into a pit. They were going to kill him. He was threatened by it with death. This is a pretty serious uh, attack on his person, and he was defamed and really badly treated. In a certain sense, all that happened to Jesus is very similar. And then he has these very strong prayers appealing to God for help. And then we had the psalm. 
Save me, O Lord, in your kindness. And the words in the psalm are, free me from the snare they set for me. Some people, you know what a snare is? We used to use it on the farm. I don't know if you like this kind of story, but to catch rabbits, to catch foxes. And it was made with wire. And you tied it to a bush, and you put, you would, after a while, you know where the rabbits and where the foxes go and all these type of things. And you put the snare in, and they go through with the head, and then they tie it tight, and they're caught. Okay, because lambs, the, the foxes were a big problem for us because they used to eat the little lambs. And that was a very serious loss for a farm in a poor area in a poor time in the west of Ireland back in the early 60s. So a snare, they set a snare for me. That's what Jeremiah is saying. And this is the words of the psalm. And this is a very serious attack against this person to bring him down. And they have, they're looking for what I'm saying to catch me. There are sometimes people like that. They're just waiting for you to say the wrong thing to put a finger in your eye, to hurt. This is human life. This is the way. So I want to suggest three things. First of all, we have the story of Jeremiah. The second thing is, can you imagine when Jesus was reading these texts? Back then, the people knew the Psalms by heart. They went to the temple to pray. They were in the synagogues on Shabbat. They were saying the Psalms. They knew the Psalms by heart. They didn't have handies and tablets and books, printing presses. And the scrolls were very expensive. They were very special. So they knew them by heart. Can you imagine Jesus praying these psalms as he was getting older and he was growing in wisdom, age, and grace before God and man? So he is, these, these are also part of the legacy that he is, he is true God and true man. And he is growing with this. And this is a great lesson for us, how to process the challenges of our own lives through the scriptures. We're going through trouble. Let's open a psalm and pray the psalm. And that will help us to go through death when we have bereavement in the family. Somebody close to us dies. When uh, there's great celebration and we're celebrating, we can use psalms to praise God. We can use psalms almost for every experience of life. And troubles like this. When there's real trouble in the family, big dispute, big challenge. Um, be, um, learn how to use the Psalms. And you just learn by practice. And maybe you can get help from somebody to help you in the, who's active in your church or wherever. Okay, so then I want to go now to the Gospel. And I want to see two things in the Gospel. Here we have Jesus announcing that he's going to die in Jerusalem. And they don't understand that he will be raised on the third day. But what are the apostles thinking when Jesus is saying this? And what we're doing during the 40 days of Lent with the whole church all over the world since hundreds and thousands, almost a thousand years, we prepared for Easter, for the Easter mystery. And we were walking with Jesus on the way to Jerusalem. And Jesus is saying, I'm going to Jerusalem to be crucified. <clears throat> and we are thinking, who's more important? We are fighting among ourselves. These two are very clever. They get their mother to intercede and say, give us the first places in your kingdom when you die. They're missing the point. And then Jesus says to them, well, can you suffer with me? And they said, sure. But Jesus said, I can't give you the places because that's my heavenly father's decision. It doesn't matter which places we have. We just want to be close to Jesus and participate in his life. And look at the beautiful thing that happens. First of all, there's an ugly thing. The 12, the other 10 disciples, some of them here in the boat, they come down on 
on James and John. I can imagine Peter and Andrew being upset. <laughs> you know? And they start fighting. They say, you guys are, are, are crazy. You can't be looking for the first place. This is not fair. So they have all these envies and jealousies come into play. Does that ever happen to us? But if we're walking with Jesus, he can correct us. And Jesus said, you can't do that. Okay, they, what they choose was not the right way to ask for ambitions, worldly ambitions, because that's not, my kingdom is not of this world. It's not about worldly ambitions. And then the other thing, we can't be hard on each other. Treat each other gently. We're all walking with Jesus. Some of us are dealing with jealousy, with envy. Others are dealing with ambitions. Others are dealing with laziness. Others have issues with relationships. We're all walking with Jesus and learning from him and being transformed along the way as we walk with Jesus to the, own, the Jerusalem of our own lives. As we will all go through a share of suffering, how will we deal with it? Thank you for joining us today. If you want to learn more about Magdala, follow us on YouTube and on Facebook.